Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. And this week I had the honor of interviewing the beautiful Melissa Ambrosini, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide and host of the podcast, The Melissa Ambrosini Show. She's a speaker and self-love teacher, and she teaches women how to unlock their full potential, master their inner mean girl, smash through limiting beliefs, and ditch the self-doubt so they can start living the life of their dreams. I know you're going to love this week's episode, so stay tuned to hear Melissa's story and inspiration this week. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever. And a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, I am so excited to welcome this week's guest to Relaunch My Life Radio. We have the beautiful Melissa Ambrosini here this morning with us. Thank you so much for your time. How are you today, Melissa? I am so good, my love. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful autumn day here in Sydney, so I am very, very excited. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being a part of Relaunch My Life Radio this morning, and I know that our listeners are going to love hearing from you, and really the the people who are listening to this podcast, they're at that kind of point in their lives where they know that they need to make some changes, they know that there's more they want to give in this world, and maybe there's some some difficult decisions they need to make, like leaving a relationship or quitting a job or or just jumping all in on something that doesn't make a lot of sense logically, but that their heart is just saying yes, yes, yes to. And so the first question I would love to ask you is a little bit about how you started your journey and how you were able to make the brave decisions you made at the beginning to get to where you are today. Hmm. Well, I have had two careers in my in my life. And before I now do what I do now, um, I was a professional dancer and I did acting and TV presenting. And for a time I loved it, but then it got to a point where it was no longer my truth and I no longer enjoyed it and I no longer loved it. Um, And I kept on ignoring all of these warning signs that I needed to make a shift. And that went on for a few years until, you know, um, the warning signs got so loud that I ended up in hospital. And this was back in 2010. And that was the universe saying to me, Melissa, you need to change your path. And I didn't listen. I ignored all the warning signs for so many years. I was in and out of hospital. I just wasn't ready to look. And it took me ending up in hospital to go, okay, this isn't the path that I'm destined to be on. Um, I don't exactly know what the path is, but I know that my heart is not in dancing and acting and TV presenting it didn't light me up anymore. And so I leapt and the net appeared and it was, it felt very scary 
it felt like very unknown and foreign and I didn't have a path mapped out. All I did was kept putting one foot in front of the other, which is all we can ever do is just keep putting one foot in front of the other. And that's what I did. And that was in 2010, at the end of 2010. And here we are in 2018. And that's what I've done ever since is just kept on putting one foot in front of the other. And I trust, I trusted in the universe. I trusted that every time I've leapt that I will be supported because you always are. You leap, the universe rewards you. And so um, that is what I've done for the past eight years. So you're still kind of dancing, but now you've got, you're sort of in the dance of life and that's just one foot after the other, which is what you, you did as a professional dancer, I suppose. It's just trusting the step will come one foot after the other. So that's cool. And I agree, like the universe always supports you when you, you take those brave leaps, but it definitely um, can kick you a little bit if you're, if you're sitting in stuck in fear or stagnation or holding on to what's no longer serving you. So I can... I can tell that you're you know, walking, walking, talking, and talk. So, so how do you? Uh, so, what then at that beginning of that journey when you left and the net appeared? What sort of things did you start sort of exploring and studying that that helped you to get to I guess where you are today and what you're doing now on such a big scale? Well, I realized when I was in hospital, I was very unwell and very unhappy, and I had a whole host of host of health issues, which you can read about in my first book. You know, adrenal fatigue, thyroid problems, chronic fatigue. I had a whole cocktail of issues, health wise, but then also mental. Um, I was dealing with anxiety, panic attacks, and depression, and an eating disorder. So I had the physical and the mental, and I knew that I was very unhealthy and unwell and very unhappy. And so I made it my mission to get better again, to get happy and healthy again. I made that my number one mission. And when I was in hospital, I was there for about a week and I didn't know what I was going to do. I just, I almost felt a little bit of relief, like that I didn't have to go back to my old life. Like, because acting and dancing was no longer lighting me up, like, even though it was a very challenging time to be in hospital. And I physically felt very unwell and I was on morphine and all sorts of things. I kind of felt like a little sense of relief, like almost like, okay, cool. I got it universe. I'm going to make a change now. And so I made it my mission to get happy and healthy again. That was my goal. That was my why. That was my driving force for everything that I did. And when you have a strong enough why, and if you have a strong enough goal, then you'll move mountains to make it happen. And so for me, the lowest hanging fruit was my health. Okay. I realized I was like, right, the eating takeaway, trashing my body with drugs and alcohol uh, was not serving me. I needed to get really healthy again and I needed to learn how to nourish my beautiful temple. And so I went on and studied holistic nutrition because I wanted to learn about it. I was just like, I don't know how to look after myself. I don't know how to nourish myself. And I loved that so much. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. It was just exactly what I needed at that time in my life. And I then started um, 
during the study, it was a year long course that I did. I studied with the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and it's all online. And I'm now one of their ambassadors because I just love that course so much. And um, I started coaching because you become a certified holistic health coach. So halfway through the program, you're able to coach people. And so I started coaching people and I started this thing called a blog, which no one had heard of. And I started sharing what I was learning about my body and about myself on this, on this blog thing. And on my Facebook page, this was before Instagram and people were just coming from all over the world saying, Oh my goodness, I thought it was just me. I thought it was only me that had an inner mean girl that told them they're not good enough, pretty enough or skinny enough or whatever enough. And then I realized that it wasn't just about what you put in your mouth. The thoughts that you think are equally as important. And so I went on and I studied life coaching um, because I really wanted to understand how we work and I really wanted to support people. Um, I went on and did my yoga teacher training and studied meditation and acuenergetics, which is energy healing work. And I read every personal development and spiritual text I could get my hands on. I attended every spiritual and personal development workshop and seminar and event that I could get my hands on. And I became obsessed with self-development and being the best version of myself. And from there, I just kept on putting one foot in front of the other and I'm still obsessed and still learning and still growing. And I began sharing what I was learning through online e-courses and e-books and products, meditations and my podcasts and two books that I've written now and speaking all over the world um, on health and wellness and love and entrepreneurship and spirituality and self-love and being the best version of yourself. And it literally has just evolved over the last eight years. And here I am now. It's been such an awesome journey. And the people I've met along the way are just so amazing. Um, and now, you know, with my podcast, I get to interview these epic human beings who were huge inspirations and catalysts for me when I was in hospital. They, they were the books that I reached out. They were the books that I read that inspired such huge changes in my life. And now I get to interview them. It's pretty awesome. It's really awesome. And it's funny that you say that because I had this sort of flashback to the first time I ever read your blog, It Came Across You. And I think it must have been in about 2013. And I was still back in my old life of, you know, working corporate, severely anxious in my unhappy marriage. And it was all before all the changes that I've made that have now led me to now what I'm doing. And so, you know, on a on different scale, it's a really similar feeling that I'm having right now. So it's it's very cool. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and I agree with you, you know, like getting obsessed with self-development, ultimately, like there's no more important thing to invest in than ourselves and our own wellness and our own, I guess, development and that being the journey. And so and so your book, uh, Mastering Your Mean Girl, you, you obviously guide the readers as well, not only through your own journey, but in silencing their inner critic. And so for the listeners today, like what would be the number one kind of takeaway for them to start thinking about or focusing on in order to silence that inner critic, which I think would be quite loud for people who are at that point where they know there's decisions they need to make but maybe they're holding themselves back because of those inner voices or inner doubts or fears so what what would you say to that 
Well, firstly, read my book, both of my books, but start with Mastering Your Mean Girl and learn the three-step Mastering Your Mean Girl process because that is going to change your life. Um, And that three-step process, the first step is awareness. You have to become aware of what it is that your inner mean girl is saying to you. And maybe it's, this isn't going to work, or you're never going to get out of debt, or you can't write the book, or who do you think you are leaving your job, your safe job that gives you 100K a year? You know, who do you think you are? You've got kids, blah, blah, blah. So you've got to become aware of those thoughts. The second thing is you gently close the door on those thoughts. So you don't invite those thoughts in and let them hang out and sleep over and wear your clothes and sleep in the middle of you and your partner Mm -hmm. and eat all your food and make a mess. No, 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 no. Like think of it like an annoying salesperson, like that comes knocking on your door. You say, thank you, but no, thank you. I'm not interested today. You don't let them give you your 45 minute spiel when you've got your mission to to get back on. And so the third step is you choose love. Instead, you get out of your head where your mean girl is and you come back into your heart and you ask your heart, well, do I really want to do this? And the answer is probably yes. So take yourself through that three-step process every day, all day if you have to, until it becomes so deeply ingrained and you'll have to do it less and less. But I think, you know, to live the life of your dreams, it takes radical courage. It takes radical courage to master your inner mean girl every single day and to show up anyways. And we've got to love and honor ourselves so deeply that we want to do that. When we love and honor ourselves and we have a deep reverence for ourselves, then you're going to show up very differently in the world. And you have to remember, we only get this one life in this earth suit. And we don't know how long it's going to be here. We don't know how long we're going to be here for. We don't know. And all we can do is soak up every moment and make sure that we are living every single moment to the best of our ability and just not hold anything back. Don't hold back love open wide in every moment, master your mingle in every moment, don't hold back. Beautiful. And so then your next book, Open Wide, is more about around relationships and, and sharing that message. And I know that you've just done a big tour with your husband as well. And so tell me a bit about that journey and, and then stepping into that expression as well. Yeah, so Open Wide which is the subtitle is a radically real guide to deep love, rocking relationships and soulful sex. And I wrote this, it's a relationship manual for the modern woman. And actually a lot of men have read it and they have emailed me and messaged me and said, thank you so much. I now understand my partner and my wife so much better. Mm. So a lot of men have got a lot out of this book. They, it's just amazing. It's the emails that I get is just so mind blowing. It's awesome. The marriages that it's saved, the breakups that it's saved. It's just been amazing. Um, so this is a modern day relationship manual because, and I wrote it because I had learned so much over the past um, few years that I wanted to distill it all in one place. 
You know, we talk about a lot in there. We talk about self-love. We talk about relationships. We talk about understanding the role of the masculine and the feminine. We talk about archetypes. We talk about soulful sex. We talk about how to be a good friend. We talk about so much in the book, how, you know, all of my best relationship tools, Tantra. We talk about everything. And I wrote it because I wanted to create one book for women on how to be open wide and be the best version of themselves and show up in all areas of their life. And um, I really feel like it's done that. Beautiful. Well, I haven't read that one yet, so I'm going to be getting go, jumping out and going and getting that this afternoon. So if you're listening, make sure you grab both of Melissa's books and you start diving into those. And, and I know that there, there's so many amazing processes and resources within those. And I know that you have such a, you know, a beautiful fan base as well of people who just love your message and what you have to share and and I think you know it's it's so powerful at this moment in time as well because you know perhaps 20 years ago if, if you were wanting to launch and birth these sort of projects into the world the fact that we've got these mediums of the internet and we've, you know we've got this this openness that I guess the world is now showing to learn these things and, and the rise of self-development just feels like things are at such an exciting, expansive stage where people are really ready to start investing in themselves and they've realised, you know, it's it's not about the external things anymore. We've got to go inward and really look to ourselves. And I just think the next sort of 10 to 20 years is going to be amazing to see all of these people just blooming and, and stepping up and, yeah, choosing love and, and, and bringing, I guess, their gifts to the world. And that's the thing that, you know, lights me up. You're seeing people who are truly living a life where, they're fulfilled and you can see it in people's eyes you can hear it in their voice when they're they're doing I guess what they were born to do and, and really mm. making the most of this experience in this life but not only does it help the individual but it then for example in your case it's got this ripple effect of all of the lives that you're able to reach and touch because of I guess the point in the world that we're at where we've got so much ability to connect you know mm. right now I'm in Adelaide and you're in Sydney and but we're, we're talking right now and then the potential for this podcast as well. It's not only the listeners that listen to it when it's launched, but also weeks and months and years later on, it can still be rippling through and having its effect. And that's just so exciting for me. So it's very cool. So I think, um, yeah, it's exciting that it sounds like as well, you know, you're, you've been on this journey since 2010 when you really had to make these changes and these shifts. And, and, and you're also through your journey, just sharing who you are and what you're learning passing that paying that forward and I think that's so beautiful so you know I, I honor you and respect you so much for what you're doing and I think it's just brilliant that you're leading the way, the way in this so yeah so so then so what would be your advice then for the listeners who may be feeling lost and feeling like they're where you were in 2010 what, what's your real advice to them get mastering your mingo and read it as soon as possible and remember that you didn't come here to suffer you didn't come here to suffer. You came here to be the fullest expression of yourself and to share that with the world. You just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. That is it. And grab Mastering Your Mean Girl. It's, it's life-changing. Beautiful. Well, and also for you, obviously, as well, it's, it's changed your life through learning those things. And so beautiful that you're passing it on. So I wanted to ask you kind of, four quick sort of final questions and wrapping up. Uh, and so the first one I wanted to ask you is what would be your, your number one tip for success in business? I run my entire business off my intuition. So listen to your intuition. It always 
has the answer and it always is right. I have tried to ignore my intuition and done things from a heady decision and there's always a price to pay when you ignore your intuition. So listen to your intuition. Beautiful. And what's like one kind of one process or one step or one tip that you have for people to be able to do that at a deeper level? Start meditating because meditation strengthens your intuition. It's like a muscle, like you go to the gym to strengthen your biceps. Um, Same with your intuition. It's got to be worked every day to get stronger. So meditation is an amazing tool. I meditate twice a day for 20 minutes um, and absolutely love it. Beautiful. So then what would be your number one tip for success in relationships? Practice what I call CCC, crystal clear communication. I talk about this a lot in Open Wide. Um, That is the best relationship tool for your lover or for your friends or your children is learning how to practice crystal clear communication. Very simple. And then number one tip for success in terms of wealth and finances. I think the biggest thing that's going to block you from experiencing wealth, abundance and financial freedom is your mean girl. Um, So your inner mean girl, I'll never achieve that. I'll never get out of debt. I'll never experience that type of income. So we've got to, you've got to learn how to master that first. So master your mean girl and then also rewrite your money story. Um, what are you currently telling yourself about money? Rewrite your money story and make sure that you have an abundance mindset. So there's like three things. Yeah, good. And, you know, obviously a lot of sort of what I teach in my NLP courses and, and energy-wise as well is around like beliefs and, and really healing those inner beliefs that you have about what's possible for you financially as well. And I think like mastering the mean girl as well is obviously about looking at what do I even believe is possible for me financially. And so many women especially are limited in what they believe is possible for them to achieve and earn and, and just healing that and also healing sometimes generations of what beliefs have been passed down to us as women as well is um is a really interesting thing to sort of look at and something that I'm super passionate about too. So I'm glad that you talked about rewriting your money story because it's totally possible and yeah, everyone gets to write or create their own story and their own version of, of what's possible for them in life. So that's so perfect. And then finally in wrapping up, any final sort of words, tips, what last advice or what last, I guess, inspiration would you like to share with our listeners? And I would just want to thank you again so much for all of the beautiful bullet points of inspiration that you've given us but in wrapping up what would be your final words you didn't come here to suffer your role here on earth is to be the best version of yourself to show up fully to be of service to others And you didn't come here to suffer. There's a lot of people suffering in this world. And I think it was Buddha who said, pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. You didn't come here to suffer. So everyone listening, just, you know, take a deep breath and really receive that message. And the part of you that has maybe been suffering or struggling, just breathe into that and just release it and remember Melissa's words and that that is not your purpose. and with this inspiration, with this insight and with this, I guess, story that you've, you've heard a snippet of, you know, take this forward with you and take this strength and 
and the knowledge that that she's been through partly of what you've you've gone through and pain as well and and that there's so much that that you can get through and then on the other side of it share with this world which i know if you're listening to this podcast there's that big part of you that does want to make a bigger difference in the world so so melissa thank you so much it's been an absolute honor and pleasure to have you on rewatch my life radio i know that everyone's going to be so excited to know that that um that we've kind of co-created this space and um and i love that and i love being able to share this message so i'm going to let you go and enjoy the sunshine in sydney and it's absolutely bucketing with rain and windy here in adelaide so i'm very excited to be getting up to the coast i'm heading up to byron bay for a few months and avoiding the winter down here which is going to be great so um so thank you so much and have the most wonderful afternoon and I can't wait to go out and grab my copy of Open Wide and, and get stuck into that this week. So thank you. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more and remember it's never too late to relaunch your life.